Cupcake, and welcome to the Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to episode 15 of the Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast. Hopefully some of you are listening to this in the morning and that made perfect sense. Otherwise, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Uh, In in proper Truman style, uh, Truman Show style. (laughs) Uh, Yes, welcome to episode 15. Uh, I've got a few things for you coming up in this episode. I've got a little bit of news. I've got Flavour of the Week. Leslie's back with her own little section. So that should be fun. And yeah, I'm I'm just going to have a a general chit-chat, a little retro vape chat, and uh, some chat about cotton, interestingly. Um, (laughs) Yeah, cotton. We all use it, we all ignore it, we just buy some cotton and whack it in our uh, in our RDAs and off we go. So I thought I'd have a little chat about cotton. Um, yeah, my apologies for this episode being out a little bit late. Some family issues have arisen and sorry about that. But, you know, things happen. The podcast is vaguely vaping related and it vaguely comes out on a fortnightly basis. So yeah, this time it's kind of three weeks. But hey, sorry about that one. Uh, it will happen on occasion. So, but there we go. Hopefully the next episode will come out in a fortnight's time. So right, let's get straight into it. News! Right, the news I wanted to share with you this episode is uh, all about Totally Wicked. And, you know, Totally Wicked is... uh, it's a thing. Totally Wicked, if you've not come across Totally Wicked, where have you been? Um, Totally Wicked is a vape company. They've been mail ordering uh, vape stuff since God knows when. 2000. Well, I started in uh, started vaping in 2010, and I'm sure Totally Wicked were about at that point because it was either Mirage uh, that I bought my products from, or I uh, online ordered from Totally Wicked, and that's where I bought some of my CE3s, my C3s, CE2s, I bought CE2 cartomizers, my god, if you don't know what they are, please just don't buy one, don't buy them, Uh, you had to, you had to fill them up uh, with a needle, there was a tiny little bung at the top that you had to pull out with tweezers, and then you had to squirt your e-juice in, put that rubber bung back in again, and, uh, and, and yeah, fill them up. And I remember Totally Wicked was selling them off at a pound a carto. And I was like, whoa, pound a carto, that's right cheap. And I bought about 30 quid's worth. And I remember buying a hell of a lot. And, you know, chances are it was every other carto, if, if you were lucky, um, was, was, was usable. Quite a lot of them. You would just fill them up and they were just piss juice everywhere. <laughs> they really would. They were terrible. I think they took about a mil of juice. They were not huge. 
They were mouth to lung, obviously, and they didn't even have a drip tip. You just had a rubber bung that you stuck in the end. You could put a, a, a 510 drip tip, would fit in the end, but they came with just a rubber bung that went in the end with a hole in it and you just put your chops around it and vaped it. There you go. Anyway, there we go. See you two art cartomizers. How did I get onto them? Um, yeah, anyway, so... Totally Wicked was, you know, I, I've got nothing against Totally Wicked. They, they've had their issues. Um, they have, uh, they have made the owner uh, made a hell of a lot of money. And I know he's, he, he was in the news. I know he had his house broke into and various other bits. That, that's by the by. Have a Google about that if you want to, uh, if if you want to find out what all that was about. But you know, they're a big company. They were the first. E-Liquid, uh, E-Liquid, E... They were the first vape company, there you go, to have a shop in both the UK and the US. So, you know, Totally Wicked was one of the very first on the scene and and, and has grown uh, incredibly big very quickly uh, as a result. However, when the FDA released their regs, their new regs going right in 2018, this is going to happen, Totally Wicked were very quick off the mark and went, right, that's it. As of August 2018, Totally Wicked in the USA, we are going to close. That's it. From as of August 2018, Totally Wicked in the USA is going to be no more. Um, I can understand part of their reasons reasoning for that because they were well they're, they're a British company they they are based in Blackburn if memory serves so based in Blackburn UK company started off in the UK and then branched out into the US so their base is in the UK so when the FDA released their regs obviously totally wicked had a look at the regs and went da, 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 that's gonna be a right royal pain in the ass. We're going to stop. We're just going to focus on our UK side. Fair enough. You can totally understand why they did that. So Totally Wicked have now, uh, what with, with Scott Gottlieb having extended the deadline, so from the 2018 to whenever it is, another couple of, another few years, four years, I think, on top of that, 22. With Scott Gottlieb having extended the deadline for the, uh, the cutoff date, for these FDA regulations, Totally Wicked have recently announced that no, they're not going to shut their USA division of Totally Wicked. It's going to stay open. So they're going to continue to provide e-liquids and uh, vaping products to the USA. So they're keeping their doors open, which uh, which I think uh, I think's uh, good news. And and yeah, they're staying over there. They're keeping going. Good for them. Now I first heard this on uh, by from Grim Green. Grim Green spoke about this on his well, it probably isn't his last vlog. Now it's probably the vlog before. And I heard this because Grim has now re-released his vlogs as podcasts so which is great grim green i'm sure you do not listen to this podcast but thank you for re releasing your vlogs back onto podcast if you're not aware grim green does a video log a vlog on youtube once a week tuesdays i believe is when he does it and in the past he had converted these video vlogs he'd literally just rip the audio and put it out there as a podcast and and he'd stopped doing that for some reason 
But he started again. Obviously, he'd got people going. Where's the Where's the podcast gone? Please give us the podcast back. And yeah, I love the fact that the the vlog is a podcast because I can listen to it in the car. Obviously, I can't watch a video while I'm in the car. And if anything does catch my attention that that I can't see, although Grimm's videos he does them so well and he's so descriptive with his audio narrative that. Um, when he does, when when you do listen to it, you don't necessarily need the visuals. Uh, occasionally, I'll, he'll be reviewing a a product, an atomizer or a or a mod, and I'll think, ah, I want to see what that looks like. So I'll I'll kind of check the timestamp roughly, uh, what part of the podcast I'm listening to, and then I'll go back to the video and I'll just squidge it up to that that bit and have a look. Um, but it's great to be able to listen to a YouTube video in the car when I'm driving and or, or listen to it when I'm doing something else because I don't I don't have the time to sit and watch videos uh, off YouTube all that much not long ones because his vlogs tend to be an hour and a half occasionally they get a bit longer so yeah it's great to listen to it as a podcast I mean I struggle to watch uh, I struggle to watch the Ideal Home Show, the past couple of weeks, uh, I've not managed to watch them all, I've had to watch them on catch-up. VTUK, I tend not to watch now, because I'm on it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I haven't actually seen an episode of VTUK in brrr, weeks, um, mainly because I'm doing them. But that's, uh, so yeah, if you didn't know, go and catch me on VTUK, Tuesdays, 8 o'clock. Yeah, hey, there you go. So yeah, where was I? Oh yes, the uh, Totally Wicked. So Grimm was mentioning Totally Wicked have now announced that they are not going to shut their doors, they're going to stay open. And it was really interesting to get Grimm's, an American's, uh, point of view on this. Because his, his kind of opinion was, oh right, okay, so you decided to bail on us, you decided to bugger off back to the UK and abandon us, and now that the uh, the the FDA regs has been extended, okay, you're coming back, are you? Yeah, yeah, you're coming back. Great, fine. Yeah, I, I can understand that point of view. It's it's a hmm, yeah, a little bit of a kind of feeling, a little bit <sighs> cheated, deserted, abandoned, something along those lines. I can I can see why uh, why Grimm felt that way, and uh, and and yeah, I can I can really understand the feeling of, well, look, you were just going to bugger off and leave us. What, what are you doing now? Now you've had a stay of execution. You're just like okay, wading back in. All right, we're going to carry on. So when the FDA regs finally hit, I I can f see why people are like, well, okay, what's going to happen when the FDA regs do hit? Are you, are you off again? Are you just gonna bugger off back to the UK? Really? Yeah, I, I, so I can see it was interesting to get Grimm's take on that. So, so go back to Grimm's vlog, and and have a watch of that, and have a listen to that, and and uh, see what you thought. But I just wanted to get that totally wicked news out there. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. Totally wicked, staying in America. Basically, the news is. Nothing's really happened. <laughs> it really is. The news is totally wicked. Said they're leaving, but they're not. Oh dear, I just waffled on about absolutely bog all for the past ten minutes. Oh. Okay, let's just go on to something else. Over the weekend, 
my wife was clearing out one of her old handbags. She'd, we were just having a bit of a sort out and a tidy up. And she'd found some old handbags. And she's like, oh, this is still full of crap. Oh, I'll just clear it out, you know, full of receipts and used tissues and God knows what else that women kind of have in their handbags. I, I keep away. I really do. Does it, anyone else have a... Uh, can you just go and get me car keys, love? They're in my handbag. All right. And then you go to a, to a handbag and you're like, uh, okay, how do you find out in here? You, you can spend half an hour rummaging, you know, and it's like, what's this? It's like, okay, diary, uh, you know, women's things, um, <laughs> perfume, all sorts, subatomic nuclear missile, you know, all sorts coming out of this. Uh, handbag and and you just can't find out. I'm like bloody hell, the keys are in here. Hunting in there and they say, oh no, it's all right, love. I've got them. They're here. Oh for fuck's sake! <sighs> Handbags drive me nuts. <laughs> really do. So she was hunting around in this handbag of hers and she just went, oh look, look what I've found. And out she pulls this little setup. That I'd 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 lent her, I'd lent her nearly two years back. I'm like, whoa, where's that come from? And and she's got it. it it's my old Typhon GT mouth to lung setup that you know I'd I'd, I'd lent her at that point. I had just bought a Kfun V4, and if if you know the Kfun V4s. People will say that they are, they are, they're okay, but they are incredibly over-engineered. And I, I, I stuck with this K-Fun for over a year. Thinking back, I don't know how I managed it, because this K-Fun V4 just bloody leaked everywhere. I bought new O-rings to try and stop it leaking and faffing around with it. When it worked, it was gorgeous, this K-Fun V4. Loved it. But it's currently sitting in a drawer out of the way. So anyway, she's found this Tafon GT. So it's sitting in, in her handbag. I'm like, woo! So I picked it up, had a look at it. It it was still half full of juice. I'm like, bloody hell! It's been, this has been in your handbag and hasn't leaked. I mean, one of the issues I used to have with my Tafon was if you didn't get the wicking spot on. If you didn't get it bang on, it, it would either not wick and you get dry hits or it would leak juice out of the air hole at the bottom and you've got this lovely gurgly vape so i must have i'm not singing my own praises here but i think i must have just got that that particular build i must have got that wicking just bob on um because you know two years in a handbag and it hadn't leaked there was nothing in her handbag that was soaked in in juice it was it was fine that amazed me in the, in the, in the first place. But I, I took it apart, cleaned the tank, dumped the juice because it was some old Hanson Coca Cola flavor, and and two years in a tank sitting in a handbag, it was a bit mangy. Um, I ditched the juice out, and I was going to rebuild it, but I took it apart, opened it up, and had a look, and the <laughs> bloody coil is as new. I'm looking at it, it was it effectively looked like I'd just rebuilt it, and to be fair, that's probably what happened. I think I rebuilt it, juiced it up, gave it to my wife, here you go, go and use that, and she put it in her handbag and left it there. 
uh, I think is, is pretty much exactly what happened. Especially considering that it was sitting on top of a E-Leaf, what was it, the TC 40 watt? Temperature control 40 watt E-Leaf. Yeah, there you go. 2,600 milliamp hours in a tiny little thing. It was great. It, it's, it was still over half charge. It, it wasn't even flat. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, two years. There you go. Going on for the quality of the of the the e leaf and the uh, and the Tayfun is is the fact that you know two years of sitting in there and they're fine. So so I didn't even bother rewicking or recoiling it. I just basically tipped all the old juice out, cleaned out the cleaned out the tank part of it because that just unscrews off the top. Cleaned that out completely and loaded it up with some new juice and thought, oh, I'll see what this tastes like. And off and away. God, mouth to lung. I'm suddenly like, what? Why the hell did I put this away? It is fantastic as a mouth to lung tank. It's obviously what it was designed for, uh, and, and it's uh, it's off. Uh, it was it was just just fantastic. So to be fair, it, it's it's a little bit bigger than I remembered it being. This tank is uh, I measured it with my calipers. It's 23, uh, 23 mil wide, so it's twenty three mil tank. And without the drip tip, so if you ignore the drip tip and you ignore the 510 sticking out the bottom, it's 50, uh, 50 mil tall. I mean, it's five centimetres tall for a tank. That's quite big. Consider that to my Merlin Mini that I just measured, and that's 35 mil, so three and a half centimetres. So it was quite a lot taller. And sitting on top of this e-leaf, to be fair, it looked a bit silly, because... It's almost the same height as the the blinking mod itself, and the e leaf was designed for twenty two mils. So you can put twenty two mil on top, and there's no overhang. And this is twenty three, so it does slightly stick over the sides, and it's five centimeters tall. And then you stick on, then you stick another, you know, ten fifteen mil on top with your drip tip. It, it looks massive, but that, but that was kind of like you know. Uh, it was, I'd either got the, I bought the 20 watt e-leaf uh, first, and that I was using with the Tafer, and then I bought the 40 watt temperature control. And uh, yeah, that was <laughs> that was great. And and I'd swapped it over, that must have been about the time I bought the X-Cube Mini that, I, uh, that I'm currently using. I bought the X-Cube Mini, and I was X-Cube Mini, Tafer 4, black, black mod. That was what I was using, so I wasn't using the leaf or the Tafon at that point. So I lent it to my wife, and she just buried it in a handbag. And, and I've just been vaping it all weekend. It's absolutely nuts. I must have got it. I, I had a look. I tried to work out when the Tafon came out. Couldn't find an exact date for when the original Tafon came out, but the Tafon GT2, the second version came out in December 2014, so I'm fairly sure I bought this Tafon at some point in 2014 and used it for... I did buy two! That was that was one reason I gave it to my wife, because I'm like, oh, I've got another one. I bought two, and I've got a, GF, a GT2 that I bought that was absolutely shite. To be fair, I, it was it, it was a clone. <laughs> yeah, it was a clone. Um, um, but I, I'm, it was just basically a god awful clone of the GT2 because this thing just I could not 
could not wick it. I could not build on it without it just pissing juice everywhere. So this, so, uh, so yeah, that's another advert for don't bother with clones. But this Tafon, when it first came out, was it, it's a high end mod. It was a hundred and seventy five quid. <laughs> 75 quid for an Atty in 2014. You know, that, that's that's uh, that's a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of money for an Atty. Beautifully built and it it just works it just works fantastically. I've been on the it's not a Typhon. If you if you look for the for the Typhon uh, website, the Typhon is German for typhoon. And there is there's a German fashion company. I, I'm kind of I think it's very similar to Monsoon, but there's a German fashion company called Tafon uh, that's got the website Tafon.d. Um, I'm like, okay, yeah, I wasn't after a dress or, or something. No, I was after something to vape. <laughs> so that's I had a look. It's it's not, and I now can't remember the name of the website. Something like Cloud something. Uh, I'll have a look and make sure I put it in the links on the website so that uh, you can find it if you want to have a look because they've just released, just released, they released it in February. They released the Tafon GT3 and I didn't know that until I was just looking at it and going, ooh, okay. Um, and it's not 180 quid, 175. It's 139 euros. It's still not cheap. You're looking at well over 100 quid. Uh, and they still don't provide all of your spares. And and it's a slightly airier tank, the GT3. If you want a mouth to lung, you have to buy a restrictor. Uh, it's, you can reduce the airflow in the centre, get a pin, that you, a, a, a peak insulator pin that you put inside the airflow inside to reduce it down. Um, but you have to buy that as an extra. It's only eight ninety five euros to buy the uh, accessories kit, but normally with a tank these days you get spare screws, spare O rings, uh, any you know any reducers you would get in the kit. Whereas Tafon are, are still going. It's an accessory kit that you can buy on top on a hundred and thirty nine euro mod. Uh, mod um, uh, Atty. I mean, why is that not just thrown in? Anyway, I've not tried the GT3, so I don't know what it's like. Um, it looks it looks interesting. I'd love to try it, but I think um, from what I can find on the internet, they're obviously not sending it. They won't ship it to the UK because it's a five mil tank. Tafons have always been five mil, and you you know two mil is the uh, is the TPD limit in the UK. So Tafon are being really nice and considerate and going no no two. TPD, you're not allowed any more than two mil, so we're not sending it you. Git. Anyway, there we go. Apparently there's a company in France that will ship it over, but I've been hearing rumours of shipping, uh, of, of customs stopping and, and checking any vape products coming in. And that, what I, what I saw was somebody who'd got e-juice. It was e-juice that they'd imported from the States. Obviously it wasn't... TPD compliant. It was juice that they just ordered, you know, 120 mil of six milligram or whatever it is. So it wasn't in a 10 mil bottle. And customs have been seizing it and going, eh, 
what have you got in there and is it TPD compliant? I, I haven't come to the bottom of this. I was I was reading through the thread and there were some people that were saying, well, that's it, you've lost it, mate. It's gone. If it's not TPD compliant, they'll uh, they'll destroy it. Uh, someone else went, no, they'll not destroy it. They'll just send it back to wherever it came from, which is a little bit better. They send it back and they go, oh, we've got it back. So you might lose your shipping, but you might get a refund for it. So iffy as to what's going on with that I, I, there was also someone else who went oh no 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 you're buying it for personal use therefore they'll just go oh all right and send it to you you just have to clarify that it's for personal use i haven't come to the bottom of which of those is right so if anyone knows and wants to let me know um, what's happening with customs what would happen if customs went oh hang on this isn't tpd compliant juice yeah just uh, just just get in contact and let me know but just be aware if you are thinking of ordering outside of the eu and it's coming in and obviously there's t customs on it if it's marked as vaping or e-liquid uh, it might get opened and it and i'm not sure what's going to happen to it if they realize it's not tpd so there you go. Just thought I would mention that. And if I find out anything more about that, I'll let you know in the new podcast. So, yeah, what was I, what was I talking about? Tafun. Oh, yeah, I've just basically, I've just been vaping it now. It's <laughs> All day yesterday, I was vaping the Tafun instead, mouth to lung, in, and, and my squonker was sitting on the side. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm all about squonking at the moment. And, and I'm like, what's going on? So I'm actually rating this better than the Merlin Mini that I've got, that I use as my daily mouth to lung. I, I think this is great. Why, why, did I, why did I give it me misses? Why did I actually, you know, why did I forsake that for a K-Fun V4? But uh, anyway, so yeah, I know it, this actually brings me to one of the points that I was uh, going to talk about because I was going to discuss cotton. And this... Now, I found... Right, right, let's start from the beginning with this. Last week, so this is before my missus found this tafe on GT. And last week, I was running low on my cotton bacon. I hadn't got much cotton bacon left. And I found, in the back of my cupboard, a bag of Tesco baby cotton balls. <laughs> Tesco cotton balls, and it, this really links nicely to the Tafon GT, because back in the day, 2014, when I bought the GT, the GT was designed for use with mesh. Yeah, you know, mesh is making a bit of a comeback, but you used to use the mesh as a wick. Uh, so it was designed for either using mesh or using silica. Oh, the lovely silica. Yeah, no, silica. Yeah, we'll, we'll give that one a boot. Um... But when I bought the Tafon, I bought it from a place called Vapinator in Wombwell. So at the time, there were two vape shops in Wombwell. There was a totally wicked franchise at one end, and there was Vapinator that hadn't been open long at this point at the other. And I've just Googled Vapinator, and I don't know whether they're still open, mainly because their website seems to have disappeared. There we go. 
I just thought I'd throw that one out there. So I haven't been to Wim <coughs> haven't been to Wimwell for a while, so I don't actually know whether they're open or not. But anyway, I, I went in there. I bought this Tafon GT from them. I went, okay, right. How do I build it? Blah 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 blah. Oh, you'll need some cotton. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Do you have any? No. Oh. So where do I get cotton from? Well, if you go right next door, there's Wilco's. If you go in there, they've got a bag of organic cotton for 89p. Oh, okay. So that's what I did. Next door. Went into Wilco's. Bought a bag of organic cotton balls for 89p. That's just what you did. They, the, the, the vape stores, or at least the vape shops that I went into, did not sell cotton. You couldn't get... Uh, you couldn't get vaping cotton at that point. Like I say, the uh, Tafon GT was designed to be used with either silica wick or um, mesh to be used as the wick. Cotton was only just starting to make a uh, make an entry at this point. So the cotton that you used, there you go, bag of cotton balls, help yourself, go for it. So that's what I did. Bought the cotton balls and a bag of cotton balls a hundred cotton balls in a bag for 89p. This would, you just unroll the ball and then peel very much like cotton bacon now, except that it, it's, cotton bacon's not rolled up like into a ball. But you would unroll your ball, then it looked like cotton bacon. You would just tear the, uh, the thickness that you wanted off and uh, off you go, wick your, wick your atty. Um, so anyway, I found these this bag of cotton balls that I had bought specifically for uh, wicking. I hadn't bought it for, for, for use on a baby's ass. And as I was running low on my cotton bacon, I went, eh, why not? Out you go. Put it in. Vape away. And I'm like, this is all right, this cotton. What's right? <laughs> this cotton's fine. There was no vape taste. There was no cotton. There was no taste of cotton. Didn't taste of cotton. It was... I was like, okay. And because I had still got a little bit of the uh, cotton bacon left. So I thought, right. Okay, let's do a straight... Let's do a straight comparison. So, um... Out it came. Took the cotton out. Rewicked it with cotton bacon. Juiced it up. The same juice that I just had in. Da -da 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 -da. Have a vape. And I'm like... Yeah, there's definite cotton taste here. So I actually rate Tesco's baby cotton balls better than cotton bacon. Don't tell cotton bacon that because, you know, I know cotton bacon is the, uh, you know, you can get cotton bacon in almost any, uh, any vape shop now. Cotton bacon seems to be ruling the world. But these cotton balls that I bought for, for I don't know, a quid, less than a quid, were... As good, and it got me thinking. Right, what do I use at the moment to uh, to wick cotton bacon? Um, I've got the the one that I rate the most at the moment: the CKS Cloud Cottons, the Cloud Kicker Society Cloud Cotton. I think is great. Uh, it comes in a nice little tub. You pop the lid off, pop the lid back on again. You've got some little tweezers and you've got pre-cut strips. And these strips of cotton are cut specifically for three mil inner diameter coils. So you can just, they should fit nicely inside a three mil diameter coil. And, and they do. Uh, I really, I do quite, I do quite rate the Cloud Kicker Society cotton. There's no flavour, no cotton flavour 
no flavour. There is flavour. It's from the juice. Yeah, yeah, but there's no cotton flavour at all. You just wick it, trim it, and you're off and away. The only issue, I think, with this Cloud Kicker Society cotton, from what I can gather, I may be wrong, um, but from what I can gather, Cloud Kicker Society in the US are not making this cotton anymore. Um, I do know that it's still freely available over here. Um, the shops I know that have got it, I think I've got mine from eSig1. They've still got Cloud Kicker Society cotton available. Uh, and I've seen it a couple of other places. It's not cheap. It's 10.95, but it's a big tub of pre-cut strips of Japanese cotton, basically. Really nice. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. So, Cloud Kicker Society. Uh, what else have I got? Oh, I've been using. I've been using Japanese cotton because how many RDAs do you get that comes with a little piece of Japanese cotton? So, so I thought right. I raided all my atomizer boxes that are sitting in my cupboard and took out all the cotton. So I've got loads of of cotton. Is it like Muji cotton? Anyway, square square cotton pads that you just use your scissors and, and trim it to size and then whip your IDAs with. And I've had no issues particularly with Japanese cotton. I just bought Squid Dude, uh, Dude Cotton. That's, that's nice. That comes in a tin. It, it's Japanese cotton squares in a nice little, in a nice little tin that, uh, that when I've finished with the cotton, my pre-made coils are going to go in there. <laughs> you do things like that, don't you? You go, ooh, a tin! It's got a tin! Ooh, I could use that for my coils after. Uh, so that's the vaping cotton that I'm, I'm using at the moment. Oh, and cotton bacon too. Yeah, yeah, used cotton bacon. Uh, I'm probably not going to get any more of that. I do want to try fuzz, Yorkshire Vapors fuzz. I haven't tried that yet. Uh, I want to give that a go. But, but I, I got thinking, why? Why do we use vaping cotton? Why don't we use cotton balls? Because I've heard all these stories about yeah, 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 using cotton balls and you need to boil it before you use it. You know, did I bollocks? I've never boiled cotton. Faff around with that. And I must admit, having bought cotton, I have been into my local supermarket, Morrison's for a start. Went into Morrison's, bought a bag of cotton balls, went, yeah, they're cheap, they'll do cotton balls. Cotton's cotton, innit? Got it home, wicked up, vaped up, and went, oh, the fuck is this? You know, real horrible cotton taste to it. So not every bag of cotton balls is going to be uh, any good for vaping. But there are certain brands. The Wilco's brand that I used initially, pff, fine, no cotton taste with that. This brand of Tesco's that I've got, this baby cotton, is, like I say, no flavour to it. It's better than cotton bacon. So why are we going for expensive, you know, five, nine, five, round about the five quid mark, say, uh, let's let's say cotton bacon, this dude cotton that I bought is is five quid. It was 5.99, I think, the retail price for that. So why are we going for special vapor, vaping cotton, rather than just buying cotton off uh, uh, off the shelves. I, I, I went through this with, uh, with the guys on Vape Talk UK on Tuesday and, and asked them their opinion. And, and, um, and, and Chris said, oh, you're still using... Yeah, but you're still using Boots VG. Well, I'm not. 
But the only reason I'm not, because you do know that you can go in and get um, vegetable glycerin, is use is used as a sore throat, uh, a cure for, for a sore throat. You can go into Boots, get pure VG, which you can use as a sore throat uh, treatment. So it's in a bottle, 200ml I believe, and I used to buy that because it was cheaper to buy a litre, five bottles to make a litre. It was cheaper to buy buy it from Boots than it was to buy it from Totally Wicked, wherever, you, bottles of VG. So uh, that's what I would do. Well, you would, wouldn't you? And it is, you know, it, look, it's in a medicine bottle. This VG is in a medicine bottle. So if it says on the outs on the label, this is vegetable glycol, then that's what is going to be in it. You know that in order for it to be sold, it's been produced in a farm by a pharmaceutical company. It's been made for boots, for Christ's sake. You know that what's on the label is going to be what's in it. Is does the, does the same apply to VG that you buy vaping-wise in a bottle for vaping? What tests has that been through? How pure is it? Are there any impurities in it? Da 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 da. <sighs> Interesting thought. So I, I've got nothing against buying VG from Boots. Just the fact that I can now get it cheaper than I can buying it from Boots. I can get it cheaper from wherever. I, I get mine from Darkstar. A litre bottle of VG. Yeah. It's, it's VG. What the hey? Had no issues with... Uh, it's VG. I don't notice a hell of a lot of difference. It, it's... I have not noticed a preference. It's just the stuff I mix my, mix my juice with. There we go. So, uh, so yeah, back to the cotton. Baby cotton is not usually bleached. Uh, I had a look at the, the wrapper for the cotton. It doesn't say a hell of a lot on it. Other than this is cotton and it may have bits of husk or whatever might have lumps of twig and whatever which you get in your japanese cotton pads if you notice the little brown flecks in a in a japanese pad they're in there so my thought is if you find a cotton that works what what is wrong with it why 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 are we being snobby and going oh you have to use vaping cotton yeah maybe you do but i notice no taste difference i don't notice my lungs exploding when i'm using the uh the cotton balls and it vapes fine there's no flavor so if if i'm happy with that i'm no snob i'm going to be quite happily using them they will be used as my emergency cotton they won't be used on a regular basis but you know quite happy to hang on to them and uh, use them as emergency uh, wicking material so anyway talking of wicking material i went into plume blue uh in atcliffe in sheffield the other day and and we just got chatting about the cotton because I was I was I bought some cotton from them. I wanted some cotton, and uh, I, I got talking about uh, cotton balls, what have you, blah blah blah. And he went, "Oh, hang on a minute!" And he just looked at me and went, "Merlin's beard." <laughs> what? Hey, Merlin's beard. Yeah, he went Merlin's beard, right? And then disappeared around the back. Okay. A few minutes later, obviously he was hunting for something, and uh, he, he suddenly appeared, having found something, came back and uh, went, what? There you go. What was this? It was a, a bag of, well, looked like some sort of wicked material. It was, what's this? 
It's Chinese, Chinese grass, China grass. He went, China grass. There you go. What's this? It's basically, he bought this, oh, quite a while back. Um, and had this in stock. This was before the cotton was 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 kicking off. This is when you were using. Um, it says we were selling this. I bought this when we when you were using the mesh wick, the stainless mesh wick when it was silica, and this was to be a replacement for the silica wick. Okay, what's it made from? It's made from Chinese nettles. Basically, it, it, it's it's fibres taken from a Chinese nettle. Okay. Wow. And it's just, you know, it's fine. The only issue is, it tastes like absolute shit unless you treat it first. I'm like, okay. So anyway, he went through it. He says, right, what you have to do is, first thing you have to do is, is uh, soak it, boil it in bicarbonate of soda for about 15 minutes. Okay, then you need to boil it for a further 15 minutes to just, you know, get rid of all the uh, impurities and all the stuff and get rid of all of that. And then you need to dry it. But in Britain, it's too, it's too cold. You need to dry it fairly quickly. So stick it in the oven about 180 degrees until it's dry. Just to dry it and, and get rid of all the, uh, all the impurities. So... About an hour's worth of work, an hour's worth of faffing about, but then you get this wonderful, it wicks like a dream, and uh, no taste, da-da-da, brilliant. Okay. So it doesn't sell it anymore, because you've got to piss around doing all of this to get it before you can even use it. I'm like... And he goes, yeah, you can have a bit. Go on, try it if you want to. And and he, he kindly found the instructions on the uh, on the internet and he emailed me the instructions to uh, to do it. Um, and I did it. I really did. Um, yeah, boiled it in uh, in bicarbonate of soda. Then boiled it again in just normal water just to get rid of the uh, get rid of all that other stuff then i laid it on a baking tray and stuck it in the oven okay <laughs> i have a feeling that i probably either had the oven too hot or i left it in because what came out was this crispy mess it wasn't at all like when you first get it it i, I can understand why he wanted to call it merlin's beard because it does look like something that you've just pulled out of a fake Santa's beard. Uh, white strands all all together, really soft. It looks like it would wick a treat. A bit like silica, but but obviously not. It's uh, nettles. But yeah, I think I did something wrong. So sorry, Plume Blue, I messed it up. <laughs> it came out a little on the crispy side. <laughs> It came out a lot on the crispy side, to be fair. And when I tried to wick it, I did. I put it in, wicked it up. The, the first uh, the first couple of uh, uh, hits that I took off it were, were fine. Absolutely. But it wasn't wicking at all. Because, yeah, dry hits. There wasn't any, any taste on those first two hits, so I, I think I'd done part of it right. 
But uh, yeah, a bit of faff for this. Um, I might actually, when I'm next in Plume Blue, Plume Blue say, have you not got another bit? I want to try it again with the oven turned down a bit. But yeah, a lot of hassle just to get some uh, uh, to get some wicking material. I might try drying it on the radiator, because it did say in the instructions, if you live in a hot country, leave it to dry. If you don't live in a hot country, it takes too long to dry. If it takes too long to dry, then you'll get a, a nasty taste from it again. So yeah, I might try just sticking it on a on a radiator because we've got a lovely towel rail in the bathroom that gets ridiculously hot. If I draped it over that, um, that might work. Anyway, I, I, I'm digressing. So yeah, cotton. There you go. Basically, I think my my thoughts on cotton are: if you want to use vape cotton, use vape cotton. Go for it. If you love cotton bacon, stick with your cotton bacon. If you want to use cotton balls, why not? Chances are, it's it's identical to the stuff. You know, th there's nothing. There is nothing that is saying that it is any different to uh, to any of the vape cottons. I am not sure what vape cottons. If if anyone it works for a vape cotton manufacturer and would like to tell me what they do for their cotton that is different to the cotton that I'm buying from that I that I'm just buying from the supermarket. If you want to tell me the difference, what it is you've done. Um, to it, I'd, I'd love to know because I I just cannot figure out what the difference could be, and it, and in my head it's a well it's just packaging isn't it, it's just packaging that says vape on the front, ergo we're paying more for it, but but there we are anyway so uh, yeah if you want to use if you just don't want to use cotton from Tesco's go for it, if you're happy with your cotton bacon. Use that if you want to use Japanese cotton. Use that. Just use what you want. Use what you're comfortable with. But yeah, let's not have a go at anyone for anything that they're using. It's all good. It's all vaping and it's certainly not smoking. That's the important bit. Right. That was a bit of a rant, wasn't it? Okay. Right. On to the next bit. Hello, my cupcake, and welcome to Leslie's How to Do It. <laughs> yeah, this is my new section. It's the uh, How to Do It. And this week, I have decided to do a how to section on how to add your Nick shots to your short fill bottles. Yeah. Really? You're going to add short fills to... You're going to teach us how to add a nick shot to a short fill? Yeah, I don't see why not. I think uh, I think there are people out there, new vapors and, and people that, that might not know how to do it. So I thought I would explain in detail how you can add your nick shots to your short fills. Yeah, yeah, why not? I think, uh, you know, there, there must be someone who doesn't know how to do it. So, yeah, go on. Okay, go on, Leslie, go for it. Right, okay, we are here, and I have got in front of me a short fill bottle of juice. So the first thing you need to do is to unscrew the cap, and on the top there is often a little nozzle that will just need prising off. If you're lucky, you can just pull it off because they might not have pushed it down properly. But you can just pull it off. You might need to prise it off with a knife or something. Be very careful not to cut yourself with it. And just pop that off. Yeah, like this. There you go. Ah, and that's all ready for your short fill. Now your short fill liquids, they come in a 10ml bottle 
and because that's all they're allowed to do they're not allowed to do any bigger and that's why that's why you've got to do it because no no nicotine is allowed in anything bigger than 10 mils so again you have to do the same thing with this unscrew the top and it will have a little nozzle on the top and you may need to use just just get a little knife underneath the little pop the nozzle thing give it a little twist and the nozzle will pop off there you go now, it's very important that when you do this next bit, you make sure that the hole on your short fill bottle is not bigger than the size of your Nick shot bottle. Because you will do exactly what I did the other day, and I tipped my bottle of Nick shot into the short fill, let go of the bottle, and the bottle dropped straight into the liquid. It was terrible. I ended up with a bottle of juice with, with a little 10 mil bottle inside it. It was a disaster. It really was. Yeah. So anyway, take your 10 mil bottle and you tip it into your short fill. And so long as the, not the, the opening on your short fill is small enough, you can let go. And there you go. And you just wait for it to drip all the way down. Now, a lot of people will leave it a really long time, especially if you've got a, a high, high VG mix of, uh, in your Nick shot, because it might be a quite a thick liquid then, and it will take a little while, and you've got to get every last bit of that nicotine to drop into your short fill. Otherwise... You, it just won't be right. You've got to get every last bit in. So you have to leave it. And you need to be very careful when you're new. Oh, I've knocked it over. Oh, no. That you, I just said you have to be careful. Don't knock it off. Oh, there's liquid going everywhere. Leslie, you might want to be careful. It's going near that microphone. Okay, no, don't worry. I'm gonna go get some. I'm gonna go get some paper towels or something. Hang on. Oh my god, it's gone everywhere. It's all over the mic. Leslie, have you got those paper towels? Yeah, yeah, I've got them. I've got them. I'll mop it up. Don't you worry. Uh, oh, oh no, it's it's terrible. I've got liquid everywhere. I just moved this microphone. No, 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 Leslie, don't touch the microphone. <laughs> Leslie, you okay? You all right, Les? Through the kitchen door to phone for an ambulance. <laughs> you rotten swine, you. Ah, all I was doing was putting the nigger shot in. Ah. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully Leslie's okay and we'll be back for uh, another how to next week. Okay. <laughs> Shocking. Hmm. Let's. Les!
I just want to let you know something that happened to me on Facebook a couple of weeks back. I'm sure you're aware that I've been making some mods. I've made a mod that went to Stephen Vince for, which was the vaguely vaping related podcast mod that he won for creating the wonderful new logo that we've got. So I made that. I made a couple of other mods for the VT UK guys because I made myself a nice VT UK mod uh, on with v- the VT UK logo on the door, and I thought I'd send them a nice Christmas present because I'm nice like that. And um, but what I did was I created a couple of extra, you know, a couple of spares as you do when I uh, when I got it printed up, created a few more, and I thought right, I'll see if I can sell them. Sell them, on, uh, sell them on Facebook, see if anyone's interested in buying one of these mods. So what I did was I created a nice little post and popped it onto UK Squonkers, because UK Squonkers have a trade, would like to sell, would like to buy, would like to trade page. So I popped in there uh, one of my mods for sale, da, 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 posted it in there, and created a, you know, here you go, would you, would you like to buy it? And popped it in. I also put one in Mod Makers, uh, Modders Market, there you go, that was it. Modders Market, pop one in there as well. Um, however, my UK Squonkers post um, disappeared. I, and I'm like, huh? And I got a little notification from Mr. James Blythe and saying, can you can someone you know asking if they could tag me uh, because I basically got told off read rule number five I believe it was I'm like okay now I'd posted the advert for the mod in the UK Squonkers sales page and I'd read the rules on there and thought right fine no problem trouble was I missed the bit at the top there's a little bit at the top that says the rules from the main page apply here too. Um, yeah, I missed that bit. And then going back to, and I fell foul of rule number five on the UK Squonkers page. And rule number five says, vendors, advertising your company stroke products must be approved by an admin. Okay, um, fair enough. I didn't think for the slightest, for a second, that I was a vendor, because I I hadn't sold a mod, ever. I just made them for, for sheer entertainment's sake. And uh, and and I just got a, had a chat with James, and he says, yep, sorry, mate, you're a vendor now. I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, cool, fine, um, affairs fair. I, apparently, I'm now a vendor. Yay! <gasps> Wonderful. Um... <laughs> So yeah, I fell foul of Rule 5, and the punishment in UK Squonkers is either get banned for a month, um, or £5 into the charity pot. So I paid a fiver into the charity pot. All is forgiven, fortunately. So, uh, (laughs) there you go. So yeah, apparently I'm a vendor. So what, uh, what came from the discussion, the big point about it is that James said, why don't you create a Facebook group to sell your mod? Okay, so I did. I've created a Facebook group, and uh, yes, created the Facebook group, and the Facebook group, if you are interested, just search on uh, Facebook for Vaguely Vaping Related. 
and you should find uh, the Facebook group. Go into there. I initially created it. I, I called it Omewrecker because that was uh, that's what I've called the mods. And I, I I also got a message from someone saying, "Hmm, there is a Home Wrecker mod, uh, which is an H with the Omega sign, her Ohm uh, Wrecker, which is close but not quite Ohm Wrecker. I didn't find an Ohm Wrecker mod, um, but however, I'm I'm going to continue to call the first version." Own wreckers, but they—that is the name of that style. The mods themselves are going to be a vaguely vaping-related mods. There you go. <laughs> I can't say whether I'm going to produce a, 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 a ton of them, um, but I'm making the odd mod for the odd person that uh, asks for them, and I'll be posting them in the vaguely vaping-related Facebook group. And also anything vaguely vaping related podcast wise will be going in there as well. So uh, there will be posts. At, so feel free to request to join and join in the vaguely vaping related uh, stuff on Facebook. There you go. So that's that's what I was just basically pushing the vaguely vaping related podcast group. So get yourself on Facebook. Have a look in there and uh, join in our group. Yay! Right, it's some breaking news that I've come across. This was a, a post. I can't remember how I came across it, but this post I, I, I came across it, and it's on the register. Let me click and go to the link, theregister.co.uk, and it's in their science section. And the article is well the headline is new battery boffinry could triple the range of electric vehicles so it's in it's uh news about a new type of battery a new method of designing batteries cooked up in the university of waterloo in ontario could triple the range of electric vehicles apparently they're on a in a new paper researchers have estimated that this improvement to the batteries could increase the normal range of an electric vehicle from 200 kilometers to 600 kilometers that's like tripling the uh, the presumably the capacity of the battery basically what it is is they've made an improvement to in the protection of the lithium electrodes inside the conventional lithium ion batteries it's a problem apparently that happens with high performance lithium batteries it form it forms some branch like structures by the electrolyte on the met metallic surface and these structures corrode and reduce the effectiveness of the cell okay makes no sense to me to be fair from reading through this they've they've solved the problem by adding a compound that contains phosphorus and sulfur into the electrolyte and this relax, reacts with the lithium and protects, creates a protective membrane on the contact. Again, it, it makes very little um, sense to me. Um, it, it, it well makes sense, but I don't understand enough of battery technology to understand what the issue was in the first place and how this phosphorus and sulfur compound works. But basically, it will improve the. Uh, it will improve the effectiveness of the uh, batteries. And we all know that 
the batteries that they use in electric cars are 18650s. And the reason we've got the new 2700s is because the 2700 batteries is because car manufacturers wanted a better battery to improve car uh, the range of the cars. So the 2700s have come from the car manufacturers. So for this to be in appearing, the article came out on the 12th of December. So it, it's very recent news. So for car manufacturers to have improved their battery to triple the range, presumably for the same size batteries, because they're only adding a compound to the uh, to the battery to improve the performance. So presumably for the same size of battery, they've tripled the effectiveness of the battery. That could be, that could trickle down into vaping. So we could have a battery, you know, so imagine uh, currently let's go for a um, the VTC five A's they come out at about twenty two thousand two hundred milliamp hours, if I remember correctly. Um, with a high, uh, you know, twenty five amp limit on them. So if they're improving the effectiveness to create the further range, they must be improving the milliamp hours. So. Could you imagine tripling that? That would be a 2018650 20, with a 25 amp limit, and that would give six, nearly 7,000 milliamp hours. No, that can't be right. That can't be right. I, 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 I want to look into this a bit more, see if I can find any more information about it. Um, but could you imagine that? So if they've taken a car that's gone from 200k to 600k, uh, kilometers and uh, range then presumably the batteries have gone from 2000 milliamp hours to 6000 milliamp hours i'm assuming let me know if you uh if anyone knows any further information on this mooch if you're listening get in contact do you know anything about these amazing new batteries it would be uh, it, it would be great for uh, for vaping to have a battery that would last that long as long as it gives out a consistent consistent current it would uh, it would work really well anyway there you go i thought i'd share the those breaking news go to the registry.com and the article is called i've put my damn phone down it's not in my pocket no where have i put it oh it's there god bloody hell the article is called uh, new battery boffinry could triple range of electric vehicles so presumably we'd be able to have vapes that last three times as long as they do now. Oh, that would be awesome. Especially if the batteries don't change uh, in size and we don't have to uh, change the size of the batteries. So imagine a 2700 with triple the effectiveness on it. Whoa, that would just be oh, amazing. Those Sanyo 2700Bs. So if you're into low voltage, low voltage, low uh, low resistance, high resistance vaping. So if you're vaping over about point uh, around about point three and up, uh, you're looking at because that is rated at a sixteen amp battery, but it's a four thousand milliamp hours. Imagine that tripled. Okay, still got sixteen amps. Yeah, I can cope with that. My current build is uh, 0.5, so well within the 16 amp, li uh, uh, amp limits. 
triple that. Four, eight, twelve. I had to think about that. Why did I have to think about that? Three fours is twelve for crying out loud. So twelve hundred. Twelve hundred? That would be one hundred and hundred and twenty thousand no. Oh for God's sake. Forty, four thousand, eight thousand, twelve thousand milliamp hours. God! 12,000 milliamp hour battery. Blimey, that'd last you a week. Cool. Anyway, there you go. Uh, I will keep you appraised of any new information. I'm sure it's going to be a while before these batteries drop uh, uh, so that we can actually use them in vaping. But it's uh, certainly a nice prospect, eh? Anyway, right. Next bit. Flavor. Of the week. <laughs> Flavour of the week this week is a juice that I've just got. It's amazing. There you go, spoilers. Oh, oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. It is from Plume Blue. I went into Plume Blue and, and I saw Plume Blue at Vape Fest. I'm sure you heard the interview because it was uh, on episode nine, I believe, if you really want to go back and listen to it. I did try this flavour. It is cookie dough ice cream from their Zero range. So it's a 50ml short fill bottle. Cookie dough ice cream. You add your nick shots. You know how to do that. Try and do it without getting electrocuted if you can. So, so yeah, it, it's absolutely lovely. I tried it at Fest. I thought it tasted nice there. So I went to uh, Plume Blue and thought I'd buy myself a bottle. So I bought myself a bottle of cookie dough ice cream and I, it tasted nice when I tried it at Fest. It was nice. It tasted exactly, exactly like, is it Ben and Jerry's cookie dough ice cream? Oh, it, it really does taste like that. Really nice and creamy creamy flavour. It's almost a custardy type vape, but obviously it's not custard. Very smooth, very creamy. Yeah, definitely. Really smooth, really creamy. Lovely sweet uh, sweetness to the flavour. Oh, just yeah. how it's so hard to describe a flavour when you're just listening to it. But it, it's it's turned into my all-day vape. <laughs> it really has. It's probably a bit rich for an all-day vape, really. But I, I, it, it has been the flavour that I have just put in my squonker and and vaped away. Uh, I've, I've, I've not put anything else in it for two days. I've got about 10 mil left. I'm going to have to go and buy some more. So that's uh, my flavour of the week. Cookie dough ice cream. Go and try it. It is it is a really nice juice. So I, I, it's that nice. I'm going to have to be trying some of their other flavours because if I didn't try any of their others, literally that's all I've tried. So I'm going to have to try a few of the others because if that if they're all if they're as good as this, uh, it's going to be a good range. But there we go. Flavour of the week: Plume Blues Cookie Dough Ice Cream. Well, that brings us to the end of this Vaguely Vaping-related podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget, if you want to get in touch with me, my name is Chandler, and the email address is thevvrp at gmail.com. 
That's T-H-E-V-V-R-P at gmail.com. Don't forget that now, if you want to get in contact as well, there is also the Facebook group. So search on Facebook for Vaguely Vaping Related, and you should find the group, and just pop in a request uh, to join, and I'll let you in. So uh, there you go. Couple of ways to contact now. Lovely. So... Yes, thank you very much for listening. I hope you like it. Don't worry, Leslie is fine. Um, just a little bit of a shock. Hair's a little bit squiffy, but apart from that, all uh, it's all good. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, the next podcast that will be coming out is the Christmas special, because it's going to be Christmas soon. Yay! Yeah. We're all coming up to Christmas, so we're going to have a Christmas special. I'm going to do something a little bit different. I am not sure what, but I'm going to do something for it. So, Christmas special coming up in the next couple of weeks. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, keep, keep cloudy, and I'll see you for the next one. my new sign out keep cloudy yeah okay <laughs> oh dear keep cloudy you're right les yeah i'm fine thank you dear. <laughs> it's sleepy sleepy night night time Shh.